Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. When I'm listening, I'm laughing the whole time. Informative. You can trust them to be very precise. First hour of the Markay Show starts now. That's not too bad. What was the thing about me being informative? You can trust me to be precise? Was that a thing? Are we trying to brainwash people? You're basically Wikipedia. Markipedia. You can trust him to be precise. You can trust him to be precise. Well, anyway, that's fine. Listen, we uh, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. We have a brand new. Uh, we're, we're all. This is it, man. We are 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk uh, from here on out. By the way. We had these really nice winter motorcycle jackets with the old logo, and also we had these really nice computer expensive backpacks with the old logo. Do you know, will we be getting new motorcycle jackets and backpacks with the new logo? I don't know. Usually well, we get those once a year, so well, maybe we can just keep our old stuff on back order until it becomes see, I retro. Hate, I hate to wear something with the old logo because then I just Wait feel a minute. Like, Talk to me about these motorcycle jackets. I'm sorry. This was before your time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was back when we had money. Anyway, this is the Marquee Show. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We really appreciate it. This is, uh, oh, also, one thing. Here's something that uh, that came up. Before we get into the White House being locked down today and them scrambling jet fighters to the Capitol because somebody invaded the airspace around, uh, around Washington, D.C., before we get to any of that, before we get to Donald Trump pardoning a turkey today and, uh, and in doing so, also condemning one to death, before we get to uh, any of your phone calls, before we get to giving stuff away, before we get to the, the top 45 things that Republicans can be thankful for this Thanksgiving, before we get to any of that stuff, I have a personal dilemma. We have every year, as you know, our K's Kids celebration here at the studio and, and the Ho-Ho Hold'em Celebrity Tournament, by the way. This ho-ho hold'em celebrity tournament, I mean, I knew the first year that we were onto something because people seemed really interested and into it. And then when we, uh, when people showed up, they just had a blast. It was so much fun. It went off better than I ever expected. Best bet was just an incredible host. They, I mean, they, they do poker tournaments professionally, so they know what they're doing. But they decorated the entire poker room. It was amazing. They had the food was so um, delectable. To this day, people still tell me it's some of the best sushi they've had. The open bar is incredible. The service. Anyway, and then at at the end, somebody wins $1,000 cash. There's also a second and a third place uh, cash prize. There's a trophy. There were tons of other gifts, beer and vodka. And we were giving away Mark show T-shirts. It was amazing. Year number two, even bigger and better than ever. So year three, I, I kind of, you know, you forget that every year it builds and there's momentum. But this year, we set a goal higher than we've ever set before, and we're already halfway there. In fact, last year, total, we raised $10,000. We're already at 8000 and we still have another week and a half to promote this thing. Which means, which means, if you want a ticket to... The Ho Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament. If you want to come and play poker with me and the other Josh and and Austin Lane from ESPN and and uh, and Christy Turner and and uh, Curtis Dvorak and all these other Ali McDeal is going to be there. All these fantastic celebrities that we've put up on our uh, on our page. Every everyone that's going to be there to be to compete in this. If you want to be part of that, you should not wait until next week to get your tickets. 
You should not. Pete the Job Guy, by the way, uh, who does a weekend show with the other Josh, Pete the Job Guy bought an entire table. So he's already, he's like, I, I'm not going to miss out on this. Got himself an entire table. Um, you have the option of getting a ticket, a table. You can get a spectator ticket if you want. But literally, like seriously, you're going to be crying to me next Monday and Tuesday when we're sold out because we only have 12 tables. And you're like, hey, buddy, can you squeeze me in? And I'm like, hey, buddy, no. And you're like, come on, man, I'll listen to you every day. And I won't be like, come on, I appreciate that. But no, if you listen to me every day, you would have heard me tell you last week, don't wait to get your ticket because they're going to be going fast. Uh, Kayskids.com if you want to get it. Anyway, so that's part of what. But what happens is every year here at the studio, we take the money we raise from the poker tournament. We buy these gifts for these amazing kids and we decorate and we put up a big tree. And it's it's a tree that I got, I guess, like two years ago, pre-lit Christmas tree. You know the kind. The light's already there. So when you when you put the tree together, you just plug in the plugs, you plug it into the wall. The whole thing's lit. You don't have to worry about stringing lights. Well, this morning before the show, I went in to get the Christmas tree out and I opened up the box and I put the, the base on the ground and I fluffed it out and I put the next piece in the Christmas tree and I, I fluffed it out and I plugged it together and then the third part and the fourth and I put this entire tree together, plugged in all the little plugs, stuck it into the wall and like seven lights on the bottom lit up and the rest of the tree, nothing, just just pitch black dark. Seven or eight lights on the bottom. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, it must be a fuse. So I change the fuses. Nothing. I plug it in and I plug it back out. Nothing. I kick it and hit it and I start shaking the tree violently. Nothing happened. Nothing works. None of my usual tricks. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, clearly there's something wrong with the lights on this tree. Now, when you have a pre-lit Christmas tree and the lights go out, do you just throw it away and get an all-new Christmas tree? Or do you go out and buy lights and then just pretend like it's not a pre-lit Christmas tree and you just string it around like you would any other Christmas tree? And I, you know, and I was curious because I'm like, well, now I need to, I either need to A, get a new tree or B, just get a bunch of lights and string it on the pre-lit Christmas tree, which seems weird, but I'm going to be honest with you. It seems like something that it seems like the more cost effective and the easier fix. So I put up a poll on my Instagram stories. If you follow me on Instagram, go and vote because right now it's 50 50. I, I, I told I put it up there right on my stories. Do I get a new tree? Do I just get the lights? Uh, it's 50 50 as of right now. It's Mark K, M A R K K A Y E on Instagram. You can watch the entire saga play out in real time and then you can vote at the end because we're going to have to do one or the other. We're going to have to do one or the other. We're going to have to buy the old, the whole new tree and throw this one away or we're just going to have to get like, you know, some of the mini lights and string them around and, uh, and that kind of thing. But I'm not, but I've never had a pre-lit tree that burned out. But, you know, just and it, it, I wonder if that's something that they thought about when they created these, because if you have a string of lights burn out or the fuse blows or, you know, they just get old and they start getting dim, you chuck them, you go take seven bucks to Walgreens, and you get yourself another one. But when it's the entire tree, I mean, you're talking about 80, 90, 100 dollars, depending on how big it is. So so that's my dilemma today that I'm dealing with as we start putting together our holiday festivities here at the radio station and as we start um as we start decorating for Christmas. Also, here in the Mark K Show studio, we wanted to put up a tree. But since we apparently share, we share this space, as you know, with Jacksonville's Morning News. And we share the space with Rich Jones. And they do these TV segments on Action News Jacks every day. Well, apparently, the guy in charge of Action News Jacks did not want a Christmas tree 
in his in his shot. And since our Facebook camera and their TV camera is the same camera, we're going to have to, like, figure out either. The, there's two things we could do. We could just put up a digital g- digitized Christmas tree photo on our backdrop or on our TV. Or we could get this is what I thought would be cool. What if you could just wear a giant Christmas tree outfit? That's funny you should say that because there's a couple of things. Very similar idea. Like a big banana suit, but instead be a Christmas tree. You know, people that have the inflatables. That on their lawn, it's like uh, it's like an inflatable Santa, inflatable snow globe, inflatable Christmas tree, right? I'm thinking we put an inflatable here, and that way, when we do our show, we just turn it on. And the fan just fires gets, it up? Yeah, and then when we oh, leave, great. we just cut the switch, and it dies, and it, it sits on the ground. deflates into the, like a, the like ground, Like a dead, yeah. melted Santa Claus. That would be another option. Or, of course, the other option is just say, screw it, put the tree up there, and let the TV people <laughs> let the TV people deal with it. Anyway, eight, these are all these are all things that. We're, if you have any suggestions or ideas as to what to do with our with our uh, lit tree dilemma, please give us a buzz eight five five seven six five one zero four five. And coming up in just a minute, we'll tell you about Donald Trump's turkey. Pro- yeah, what? What were you going to say? No, I just had a, I had a brilliant idea oh, for the okay. tree. Yeah, we yeah. love brilliant ideas. What if we put the tree on some kind of rig and then we can just wheel it in and out of the shot? Like a dolly? Like a dolly? Like a professional? I'm sure they have all kinds of things downstairs in TV. We can just bring up one of their rigs uh, or whatever they call it in TV. I thought about that, but you know, a, a tree. On a, wheel. a tree on wheels around this cast of characters, I just don't think I, that you know, not, that's not going to end well. Oh. I, there's going to be broken ornaments all over the ground. That's all I see. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. But listen, we got to take a quick break. But coming up here in just a minute uh, we'll tell you exactly what went down at the white house today and what's going down at the white house this afternoon with with turkeys being slaughtered uh and also jets being scrambled it's really i mean it's a fun it's an exciting day for the day before the day before thanksgiving 855-765-1045 quick break more of the marque show coming up on 104.5 wokv I should probably let you know this now before you start emailing hate mail to somebody tomorrow. But this is our last broadcast day of the week. We uh, have off tomorrow. And then Thursday's Thanksgiving. Uh, Friday is Black Friday. Um, you know, or it, as I like to call it, uh, you know, non-racially specific Friday. And then, of course, we're back on Monday. Uh, so... Sorry, that's just that's just the way it goes. You know, PTO, you got to use it or lose it. Uh, but we will be here. Like I said, we'll be uh, I think we're going to be running some best ofs, maybe a little bit of Brian Kilman. It, it doesn't matter if you need news and talk. This is still the place for you to come. But I just want you to be aware of that uh, before we get into the Trump stuff and the turkey talk. So we have some people online with some suggestions for what to do with the Christmas tree in the studio, the pre-lit Christmas tree that no longer lights up. Do you get new lights or do you get a whole new tree? Daryl in Jacksonville. Hi, Daryl. How are you? I'm doing well yourself. Oh, doing great, man. What do you want to say today about this uh, tree situation? Yeah, I heard the very end of your conversation about the tree not lighting, trying to figure out what to do with it. Uh, personally, I'd probably end up buying a, a new tree. Yeah. But uh, there's also on the plug, there's usually a little slot on there with a, with a fuse. It's probably about a half inch long. Yeah. And they tend to break once in a while. I don't know if you check that or not. I you know what, Daryl? That's a that's a great point. Old me would have not even known about that. Old me was the guy that just would see the fuses in the bottom of the Christmas tree light box and chuck them out and be like, "Oh, I don't need these," along with the extra bulbs. But new me knows all about uh, the fuses, and that is, and I did replace the fuses, but it appears to be just like a bum cord. Um, because even when I even when I tried to plug external lights into the outlet, it didn't work. So I, I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm going to have to get rid of it. Eric from Edgewater. How you doing, Eric? Hey, great show again. Oh, thank um, you so much. 
seeing how you guys have all this celebrity money now, uh, I think you should just give the tree to somebody. A tree, get new lights for it too. A tree will light up somebody's life, pun intended. There's so many people out there. Trees are so expensive, whether it's artificial or live. We have a Martha Stewart tree. It was almost $300. We're supporting her uh, legal fees. But uh, take it to an American Legion or a VFW. They'll bring it to a veteran's home. And, I mean... You get a new one for you guys. Come on, get your purse out. No, you, no, Eric. You're listen. You're right. Look, and when I say, and when I say, get a new one. I mean, I'm not worried about the cost. I'm expensing it. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not my personal tree. It's the station's tree. Um, so you know, the price is no object. Martha Stewart one sounds great. This tree, however, though, is not lighting up anyone's life, and that's the problem. Um, but, but you're right. We could probably take this one and donate it to. It's like Michael Scott said in the office. You know, that's a perfectly good mini tree, and we are going to sell that to charity. Because that's what people do at Christmas. This is uh, JD from Coco. How you doing, JD? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good. You come from Coco Beach? Actually, I'm a long haul truck driver. I live down there, and I catch you guys when I'm rolling through the Jacksonville area. Oh, sweet. Well, we I'm appreciate it. On my way to Mobile today. Oh, what you hauling? I got a load of scrap paper going to Kimberly Clark. Oh, sweet. Okay, good. Uh, that's a, a load of scrap paper. That's awesome. Uh, well, what do you want to say, J.D.? What's your suggestion for the Christmas tree, the pre-lit tree that no longer lights up? Do you get a new one, or do you just get lights and treat it like it's you know a regular tree? Well, I say you get a new one, but I also heard your comment about the uh, TV station not wanting it in their background. Yeah. You know what? I say put the tree up. Their viewers might want to see a tree, too. It shouldn't be just up to him. Well, it is. And, <laughs> There's one. Well, yeah, but you know what it is? Maybe yeah. they could they could CGI it out or something, right? Don't they have that kind of technology to, to just erase things that aren't there and that kind of stuff? I don't know. Hey, thanks so much for your call. We really appreciate it. Uh, Tracy on I-95, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Oh, great. What do you want to say, uh, Tracy? Well, I wanted to talk about the Trump stuff. Um, I'm not sure if you're going in that direction yet uh yeah we, we go ahead what you want oh you know what hold on one second let's talk to ray quickly because he's got one more tree suggestion then we'll then we'll switch gears and get to actual we'll get to more news and less talk uh ray from st augustine what's up ray what do you want to say sir hey, hey buddy so i know you're just saying the tv station doesn't want it in the background but have you ever seen those hampers that like you can fold them up into a circle and they fold it down Ray, I'm sorry, you're gonna. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that, but I, we're gonna. What? Well, yeah, we. I couldn't understand. We should have just stuck with Tracy. All right, Tracy, what do you want to say about impeachment today? Well, I noticed when I was going through some timelines that the new president of Ukraine was elected on April 21st, mm-hmm. and the old ambassador, the the female, was fired two days after that, okay. or asked to come back to Washington. And Joe Biden threw his hat in for presidential on April 25th. So President Trump was trying to get those investigations on the 2016 and that electric company before Biden threw his hat in. So to me, they're like protecting him or he almost is running for president to protect himself. And they keep saying that he's going after his opponent. But when he began these desires for investigation biden was not his opponent yeah biden will probably never be his opponent too if we believe the polling data tracy uh, first of all kudos for going through timelines that's more than we even do here at the radio station uh and i appreciate you calling but you're right 
Um, you're right. Donald Trump, the whole basis of this impeachment investigation is that Donald Trump was trying to get dirt on a political nemesis, a, a political opponent. But if you if you believe the poll numbers, if you believe what's happening in Iowa, if you believe the emails that you get from the Democratic candidates, if you believe Michael Bloomberg, then you know that Joe Biden probably won't be Donald Trump's Democratic rival. 855-765-1045. Listen, speaking of impeachment, we've got some very interesting news about the Democrats and the rest of the country's take on where this impeachment inquiry is going. And it's not good news, well, for the Democrats. That's on the way. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. When I'm listening, I'm laughing the whole time. Informative. You can trust them to be very precise. This is the Mark K Show. I really, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm really uncomfortable with <laughs> The more and more I think about it. I don't, we have to change that you can trust them to be precise because, God forbid, I'm not precise one day. Then I'm going to get sued for, like, false advertising or something. We're going to have to edit that out. Uh, 855-765-1045. Oh, you know what? Why don't you leave us an open mic message with some kind of, uh, you know, poignant reference about the show? Nothing about me being always right or precise or intelligent. Anything that, like, is, you know, set the bar low. And then we can pop that in and out of our new, uh, out of our new imaging. 855-765-1045. All right. So we've had a, uh, we've had a couple people come in and comment about, uh, impeachment already today because the impeachment inquiry here's the thing we're in kind of this we're in kind of this 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 lull where it you know there's no inquiry going on right now we're not really sure when the report's coming some people say the report could be coming soon others are now saying the report may not come at all there may be more witnesses being called i mean the whole thing is just the whole thing is getting it's getting kooky it's gotten to this point now where the democrats have to really poop or get off the pot as the saying goes because they've now done everything that that they say they want to do they railroaded the republicans when it came to the impeachment inquiry and how it was supposed to be situated they they bulldozed the republicans uh on the rules and who they could call as witnesses and yada 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 and in the end what happened is they got everything they wanted and they got all these 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 dil, uh, diplomats and they got all these bureaucrats and they got all these former ambassadors and and whatnot to come in and testify in a way that they felt they wanted to testify. They also had all that closed door testimony that they're going through and they still have the anonymous whistleblower who's not really anonymous, but who everybody pretends on the Democratic side not to know, even though we know that they know who the whistleblower is. Uh, so that's where we are now. It's up to the Democrats to write this report, to to put together articles of impeachment. And it's up to the Democrats to then bring them to the House of Representatives and vote on them. And if a majority of the Democrats vote, well, if a majority of the House, which would be the Democrats, vote to impeach the president, he's impeached, it moves on to the Senate for trial. Now, up until this point, we felt pretty safe and sound and secure that the Democrats were going to just impeach Donald Trump. We felt pretty safe and secure that they were going to stick together. We had a lot of clues pointing to this fact. For example, when they voted on the just just the laws of the impeachment inquiry, just the the protocols, the questions and the 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 uh, witnesses. And when they got forward and they came in and they were like, here's how we're going to go forward. Let's take a vote. It was straight down party line. The Democrats all said, yes, this is what it's going to be. The Republicans all said, no, that's horribly unfair and awful. And it was a vote straight down the party lines. And at that point, we all thought, well, clearly impeachment is now an inevitability. 
impeachment, this whole process, all these votes that they're taking for the actual procedures and all of the uh, the, the, the two weeks of, of live hearings and questions and answers and the Vindman and the Volker and the, everybody else who was there, all of this was just basically window dressing for the inevitable. It was the pre-show. And, and the show was about to start when the Democrats brought forth their articles of impeachment. That's because we knew they were going to vote straight down party lines. However, however, things change, as we know, in Washington and more specifically outside of Washington. And what happens is you see uh, a lot of representatives in the House of Representatives going home to their districts for holidays, going home for Thanksgiving, getting polling data. From their home districts, getting polling data from the voters who elected them to the House of Representatives and must next year reelect them to the House of Representatives. And as they get this information, they start to think, well, you know, wait a minute, maybe maybe Donald Trump doesn't need to be impeached. Maybe people don't think he should be impeached. Maybe if I vote to impeach him, that would be bad for my own political career. And it, it, it inevitably was bound to happen. Usually it happens with Republicans. Usually you have the Mitt Romneys and the John McCain's who stand up against President Trump and say, I my morals won't allow me to go along with this yada, yada, blah, bliggity, blah. I'm crossing the aisle and I'm going to go and I'm going to go vote with the Democrats. That's usually the way it happens. But this time around, we have cracks, as they like to say in the media, in the Democratic Party. We have cracks in the Democratic coalition. We have cracks not the ones that we think they've been smoking for years, but we have cracks in this party loyalty and this this vote right down party lines as to whether or not President Trump should be impeached on a radio show, a serious radio show. Do we know the name of the serious radio show? Do we remember? Do we have that somewhere? I know his first name. What's his I, first I can, name? I can give it a go with his last name. All right. We're going to get that information for you. But there was a serious radio show and there's a woman from Michigan. She's a representative. She's a Democrat. Her name's Brenda Lawrence. And she was a guest on this radio show hosted by a guy named Dean Obidala. There you go. And it was very good, by the way. I'm sure that's correct. Uh, anyway, so Brenda Lawrence was on there and she starts talking about impeachment. And she says she said, you know, what? in fact, I'll just let you listen to what she said. We cannot. I feel strongly that for my legacy, for my time in history, sitting here at this table with an open oath of office to, dis to protect this country, to, to protect the democracy of the United States of America, I cannot sit silent that I must move forward with this because this is egregious. Okay, this is a this is a bombshell. You know, they're always talking about bombshells, bombshell this, bombshell that. This is actually a bombshell because this is a Democrat who's coming in and now saying for my legacy, for my time in history. And what that means, by the way, is she's worried that she's not going to get reelected. Whenever Democrats are talking about their legacy and their time in history, that means the polls are telling them they're wrong. Their voters are saying, we will vote you out of office. You will be unemployed if you do this. That's exactly. She's only concerned about her job. And one of her campaign managers, one of her, her chief of staff or some analyst in her office, some press secretary somewhere, some data engineer, whatever. Somebody came in and said, uh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Lawrence. Uh, Congresswoman Lawrence, we have some information for you. The people of Michigan think that the Democrats are horrible. They think this is egregious and they think that you should not vote to impeach Donald Trump because, well, the people of Michigan voted him to be president in the first place. 
And now that this is coming to light, she's saying she's not only saying I don't agree with it. She's calling it egregious. And she's saying that she took an oath to protect the democracy and that in doing so, she cannot at all. But listen to what she says. I cannot is silent that I must move forward with this because this is egregious. She cannot sit silent. It's egregious because she has to protect the democracy. And in saying I have to protect the democracy, she's admitting that the democracy is under attack. Is it under attack by the Republicans? Nah, dog. It's under attack by the people bringing forth impeachment. The Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, her own party. Her own party, the party that she represents in the House of Representatives, the party in the state of Michigan that put her in Washington, D.C., is egregious and is attacking democracy. And she, in fear for her own life, uh, not her own life, her own job, by the way, and her own legacy, in fear for the future of her career as a United States congressperson, can no longer stand by and watch her Democratic colleagues attack democracy egregiously. This is not just one person saying, I don't think so. This is somebody saying, I don't think so. And you guys are wrong and you're pointing us in the right, wrong direction. And we are all going to suffer as a result. And there is polling data to back that up. There are polls from states like Michigan and like Wisconsin, states that Donald Trump won last time around, states where Donald Trump is polling positively above all the Democrats and states where impeachment is dropping. The support of and the belief that Donald Trump should be impeached is dropping. It is dropping like the temperature this morning. And that's what the reality is for the Democrats. It may be that it may be that they weren't able to prove their case. It may be that they had no case to prove or it may be that they just droned on so long and broke into soap operas for so many days that people just had enough. And they were like, screw it. I'm over this. Just move on. Let's do let, Why don't you guys run for president instead of just trying to force the president out of office? You know, the way it's been done for 250 some odd years. 855-765-1045. Quick break. 855-765-1045. We got some of your phone calls, open mic messages, all that coming up. This is the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV. <laughs> You can also leave us uh, an open mic message if you want to talk about, you know, I mean, it's kind of whatever you want Tuesday today. I say screw the TV people, put the tree up and walk out like a boss. (laughs) Great. That's great. That's great. Except I'm not. It's the boss that said don't put up the tree. So I'd be walking out and probably not walking uh, back in again. 855-765-1045 is our number. Now, this uh, this whole thing with impeachment, again, the, the tide's turning. The tide is turning. We already heard from from Brenda Lawrence, who said, and I want to play you the full clip again, because it's just so listen to this woman's. She's basically masking the fact that she knows her voters do not want impeachment. And if she impeaches Trump, she's done. We cannot. I feel strongly that for my legacy, for my time in history, sitting here at this table with an open oath of office, to dis, to protect this country, to to protect the democracy of the United States of America. I cannot sit silent that I must move forward with this because this is egregious. 
in order to protect the democracy, I could not move forward with this because this is egregious. She's literally saying that her own party, the Democrats, are egregiously attacking the democracy of the United States with their phony impeachment hearing. And she, for one, will not stand for it or sit there or whatever she said, whatever, whatever position she's in right now. She's not going to allow it to happen because she knows that uh, for her legacy and for her uh, place in history and for her job stability that she needs to vote against impeachment. Now, she's not saying Donald Trump's not guilty. Don't get me wrong. She's now pushing for censure, which is impeachment light. Censure is just basically uh, the Democrats getting together in Congress and voting, saying Donald Trump was bad. Let it be known. And they put it officially on the record. The president is censured. Nothing goes to the Senate. There's no chance at all to remove him from office. And we just all go about our merry way. And a lot of people think now that she's and here's the other thing, too. This is how snowball effects happen. You have one Democrat coming up and saying, hey, you know what? Maybe censure's the way to go. We know that, that the um, Senate is not going to remove him from office anyway. We might as well just censure him because then we don't look stupid. And then we can go back to our uh, our ju- jurisdictions and we can go back to our districts and we can say, I didn't impeach Donald Trump because I know you people in Michigan actually like the guy. Uh, you know, we didn't impeach Donald Trump because we know in Wisconsin you guys like him. We didn't impeach Donald Trump because pretty much everywhere Donald Trump has a growing amount of support and, incre- and impeachment has a declining number. Of people in support of it. The number of Democrat voters who say they are paying close attention to the impeachment inquiry fell five percentage points in the latest nationwide survey, the lowest it's been, according to The Hill. Since the number of former and current administration officials have testified on Trump's dealings with Ukraine and whether he pressured the country into launching politically motivated investigations and his political views, more Americans get this. More Americans are asking this question. Where is Joe Biden? Maybe we should be investigating Joe Biden. 51 percent of people polled said, uh, Joe Biden, what, where is he? Why are we not hearing from him? He should be up there. He should be asked these questions. He should be put, up, put under oath because clearly, clearly, yeah, maybe Donald Trump did something wrong. But Joe Biden clearly did something wrong, as did his son. 855 765 1045 Jim on the north side. Hi, Jim. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K show. How are you? Hey, Mark. Um, I want to get off topic a little bit. If you have a topic today, um, I want to talk about Eddie Gallagher, the Navy SEAL that, you know, they're trying to railroad for uh, having his picture taken with one of the dead ISIS fighter. Yeah. You know, until the president stepped in and put a stop to it, thankfully. Um, well, if memory serves me correctly, aren't these the same ISIS fighters that were cutting people's heads off and burning people in cages and drowning people in cages? And, and, and they're upset about him getting his picture taken with one of them animals? Are you kidding me? They, uh, you know, basically what happens, and Jim, you bring up a good point. Uh, basically, the ISIS people, and I, we won't even call them people, because they, we'll just call them ISIS. What they do is they behead people, and then they make training videos. Um, you know, and they like YouTube, the actual beheadings, and, and it's a way for them to get more support. It's a way for them to build up their numbers. Um, so, yes, as somebody taking a photo with a uh, with a dead ISIS uh, fighter, one that he didn't even kill, by the way. You know what? That whole thing. I think in the end, what you'll see is Donald Trump um, you know, made the right call as far as that Navy SEAL because he was unjustly he was unjustly uh, prosecuted. IMHO. Again, I'm not, you know, we're not, I'm not precise at all. Um, But that's just, that's just kind of where I stand on that whole idea. 
1045 is the number. John in Music City, USA. Hi, John. How are you? Good, Mark. How about you? I'm great, man. Uh, what's going on, John? What do you want to say? Here's the deal. Uh, now, you probably know this, uh, or maybe I got it wrong or heard it wrong. I hear Schiff is somehow related to Soros. Schiff is somehow related to Soros? Yeah, either uh, by marriage or somewhere. I mean, I've heard that from more than uh, a few people. Well, second thing is, yeah. second thing is, he's not going to let it die. They're going to play this out because they're just hoping that they'll, if worse comes to worse, they'll get some votes from people that's just tired about hearing hearing about this in the media. Um, I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, no, John, I appreciate it. Uh, first of all, thanks so much for calling. You know, I I don't know. I mean, Schiff's not going to let it go. But if the Democrats don't support it, they're going to have to vote for something lesser like censure or just, you know, uh, just avoid it altogether. However, uh, based on Soros and Schiff being related, you know, all spawn of Satan, I guess you can just kind of you can all you can their family tree all ends, you know, with with Satan. 855-765-104. We got to take another quick break. Traffic, weather, news. Uh, coming up in here, more uh, more of your phone calls. Plus, we'll dig a little bit deeper into what's going on with Donald Trump this Thanksgiving. Um, two things. First of all, the pardoning of the turkey and also a bill he signed yesterday, which I'll, I'll share with you an actual reaction that somebody here at work had with me about this animal cruelty bill and Donald Trump. They're, they were shocked. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. When I'm listening, I'm laughing the whole time. Informative. You can trust them to be very precise. This is the Mark K Show. Tune in to Mark K on News 104.5. You can trust him? Yeah, see, that's the whole thing with the whole precise. We gotta, we gotta work on that one. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Starting to believe you need a warning label, man. Oh, that's a great one. Uh, the other Josh clip that we gotta use that one in the future. That's a, Mar the Marque show needs a warning label. Uh, you know, may turn your lungs black or if you're pregnant, you shouldn't listen. Stuff like that. Eight five, eight if five. If you hear it for more than 90 minutes, please consult your doctor. Yeah, Jim, please. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. If you listen to the Marque show and you stay excited for more than two hours, uh, yeah, definitely just, yeah, check out a physician. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Hey, Mark, we're on our way to the Trump rally. You gonna join us? Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, Trump, Donald Trump is having a homecoming celebration today because he's coming home. Florida, you may remember now, is his new state of residency. He, uh, he gave up his New York state residency because it's a horrible place, and he's now a permanent resident of the state of Florida, the state of Florida, home of the president of the United States. And to celebrate with all of his neighbors, he's having a big rally in Sunrise, Florida tonight, which is just north of Miami. And uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it because... Well, you know, it's Thanksgiving week and kids and turkey and all that stuff. Um, but de but definitely drive safely, have a great time, and let us know how it is. Yeah, those things are always a blast and should be a lot of fun. Now, Donald Trump has a big – he's got a busy day. Uh, he's got a busy day in just a few minutes. I think – I don't know if he's done it yet, but he's going to be pardoning a turkey. Uh, there's two turkeys right now. They're at the White House, and there's an online poll as to – and I, I don't know. I don't remember the online poll. I don't know if this is a new thing or not or if I just never was that into it. But the apparently there's two turkeys, bread and butter. And you go online, and you can vote. Really, they say, which turkey should Donald Trump pardon? But literally, basically what you're doing is you're saying this one should get the axe. 
And I don't know. There's no information about the turkeys. It doesn't tell you if the turkeys have ever, you know, served in the military or if they have families or how much money they make or what their political views are. You just you literally have no other information than a headshot and one's named bread and one name's name is uh, butter. There is some more information on usnews.com. Oh, wait, there is? Yeah. Oh, if, all right. Oh, hold it. on. Listen, before you vote, everybody, this is great. Yeah, Tell if it. you want to get to know the contestants. Oh, okay, good. In the red corner is, uh, what was this? This one's bread. Is bread? And bread is a 45-pound turkey who likes a cherry-flavored soft drink called cheer wine. Wait, what? How do they know that bread likes cheer wine? I mean, who doesn't like cheer wine? I mean, I do enjoy some cheer wine. He also likes bluegrass music and college basketball. Really? Yeah. And bread. so now you know a little more about bread. Okay, hold on. What is bread's favorite college basketball team? Uh, where is bread from? Well, uh, I don't know. Let's okay. make it up. Probably right, Duke. Everyone likes Duke, right? <laughs> or you hate Duke? No, some people hate Duke. That might, if, you, if bread likes Duke, that may just that may just cost him his life. What about butter? Is there information about butter? There is. Uh, in the next sentence, butter weighs 47 pounds and enjoys eating sweet potato fries, listening to bagpipes, and watching NASCAR. Now you got me for two out of three. Oh, wait a minute. I was leaning butter until that last sentence. NASCAR doesn't really do it for me. Well, because you're, I know, because you drive an electric. If, maybe if there was a leaf now. NASCAR race. You're right, yeah. Yeah, the so stock car auto leaf racing. Okay, so bread is 45 pounds, enjoys cheer wine and college basketball. And bluegrass music. And bluegrass music. Right, so he'd love bluegrass and, boy. And butter is 47 pounds, enjoys sweet potato fries and NASCAR. And bagpipes. And bagpipes. That is a tough call, so, man. Bluegrass versus bagpipes. I don't know. I mean, I I still don't think. Now that I know all that, I don't want either one of them to die. You know too much about them, right? Yeah, now I'm like, now, now yeah. I'm like emotionally attached to both of them. Save bread. He's the better choice. Why do you, oh, why does Hannah think bread should be saved? Because he loves cheer wine. Who doesn't love cheer wine? It's amazing. And plus, NASCAR is lame. Ooh. Excuse me. Wow, listen to these young people. Excuse destroying me. the sport. Yeah, I think that's sport it. Sport is in quotation. I say save butter. 855-765. I say butter all the I'm way down. butter for the bagpipes alone. 855-765-1045. Plus, you know what? Bread, carbs, butter's keto. You got to go. You got to stick with that. Um, if you want to go vote, you can go. You can do it at whitehouse.org or, or something, something. Hey, Bill in uh, Crystal River. Bill, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Good. Hey, good. What do you want to say today, uh, sir? Well, um, I'm I'm a lifelong Republican. I think oh. I registered Republican when I, in '81. Okay. And spent some years as writing speeches for the governor Duke Mason of in the state of California. Oh wow! Okay. Um, I, I I just I'm really troubled by where we're at today mm -hmm. because I'm concerned that um, that I, I I don't think we're taking a a broad enough look at what's going on. The fact is. It, it seems as though our our president um, tried to strong arm the the leader of another country, and this, I don't see this as about undoing the past election. I I can I I candidly am more concerned about all the ones that lie ahead because if what happened is not wrong, then that means it's kind of okay, and if that became normative behavior for executives of our country, um, what would our country look like? In future generations, yeah, I think we, I think we we would rot from within, and we have to think about if we don't do anything, then are we going to see more of this? And then what if it was what if Barack Obama did that? My God, yeah. we would be marching in the streets, burning things to get him out of there. But now I think 
I, I worry that we're rationalizing too much behavior that the Republicans who the Republican Party I grew up in always held the high moral ground on the rule of law. Yeah. Well, Bill, let me, you bring up. A, let me let me answer a couple of your questions, though, because I understand your concern. Uh, I understand your concern. And I think if you're looking at it the wrong way. And I think when you look at it, you know, not no pun intended, the right way, you'll see that the difference isn't that. I mean, Donald Trump didn't strong arm anybody uh, asking for a favor is not strong arming anybody. Uh, strong arming somebody is saying, hey, do this for us or we're going to blow you off the face of the earth. Strong arming somebody is saying, hey, do this for us or we are going to release information we have about you and three prostitutes that we set you up with three years ago when you came to visit Washington, D.C. Strong arming somebody is blackmailing them, is is uh, bribing them, is attacking them or threatening to beat them up. That's strong arming. Uh, what Donald Trump did is said, hey, we have some issues here. We need to investigate them. We need your help. And in the end, as you heard President Zelensky say many times, he was not strong armed. There was no quid pro quo. He felt no stress or, or pressure to do any of these things. All he wanted to do was help out the president. He wanted to come to Washington to the White House. Donald Trump uh, wanted to, you know, uh, ask him to help investigate Burisma and, and, you know, whatever else was happening with there. But those are crimes that were committed by a sitting vice president. And the current president's job is to investigate crime. In fact, the executive branch is the highest pinnacle on the crime investigation and 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 you know the uh, criminal um you know what do you call it when you uh, the law enforcement agencies i mean they he is the commander-in-chief he is the head of law enforcement in this country so it's his job and his duty to make sure that these crimes are dealt with the second thing is when you look at what's changed nothing has changed with conservatives conservatives still hold the same values it's the democrats that have changed drastically and they have taken what used to be the 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 end all be all of 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 you know I guess you would call it um, congressional uh, I I don't even know what the word is punishment for a president um, the, the impeachment and they have used it as a political tool they have basically dumbed down every single thing in our constitution everything that was supposed to be held at a high standard they've utilized. As a political weapon. So the different. Yeah, I agree with you that we are at different places. But when you look at Donald Trump and the Republicans and the conservative party, they're still for the same thing. Lower taxes, less government, more freedom, more liberty, more personal choice. They want a strong military. They want a strong economy. They want the states to have more rights. They want the unborn to be protected. They want, you know, a religious freedom. They want people to be able to live by the tenets laid forth in the Bill of Rights, including the right to bear arms and freedom of speech and freedom of the press. They want all these things. That has never changed. It's the Democrats now that keep coming up with crazier and crazier ways to interpret their rights and crazier and crazier laws. They just in New York State uh, or in New York City, rather, outlawed foie gras, which is goose liver. Because apparently it's the, the, the dead goose is uh, is, you know, it, it, there when you take a liver out of a dead goose, apparently it's a big thing. So there's different ways that the Democrats have taken what they what used to just be the steadfast direction of our forefathers on how to govern and twisted it and turned it. And I'll, I mean, I'll tell you, if you think as, as a re lifelong Republican and former speechwriter. For, for California governor, for the California governor, if you feel that Donald Trump strong armed the president of the Ukraine, 
I mean, I'd I'd be shocked what you thought when actually somebody did strong arm somebody. 855-765-1045. I mean, strong, look, talk to Jeffrey Epstein about getting strong armed. 855. Well, you can't because he's dead. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up on news on 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Mark, the second turkey is not going to die. They're both going to be moved off to some place where they'll live out their lives forever. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? Unfortunately, that's true. This whole bread and butter thing was a scam. Uh, both both turkeys were pardoned. Both bread and butter are alive and well. And as he said, will be moved to a farmhouse to live out uh, the rest of their days which I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, again, it's kind of a, I'm going to be I'm a little upset with the president. It's kind of a cop out. You know, it's like uh, it's like the other Josh said, participate participation trophies. You know, there's one winner and there's one loser. You know, I mean, Hillary Clinton's not the co-president. All right. Let's let's just I mean, again, we, you know what? I mean, everybody. I mean, I guess it's the holiday. It's a time to be thankful if you can. You pardon two turkeys, you pardon two, tur- whatever. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is our number. And we have a couple of things, by the way. We're still getting a few phone calls on Brenda Lawrence, who said that she doesn't believe that Donald Trump should be impeached anymore. I cannot sit silent that I must move forward with this because this is egregious. Yeah. And basically, uh, we got an open mic message saying, hey, well, I want to clarify something she said. Hey, Mark, how do we know that that congresswoman from Michigan wasn't saying what Trump did was egregious and a threat to our democracy and she must move forward with impeachment? And that's true. But based on that clip, you could either see it either way. But trust me, there was a whole there's a whole story on this website called Rantingly. And by the way, I forget who pointed this out to me. But one day I was complaining about the Drudge Report, as a lot of people are. In fact, there's a there's a story on this site called Rantingly. And uh, and basically what they're saying is that Donald Trump has put Jared Kushner in charge of investigating the the Drudge Report. Donald Trump has said to uh, Jared Kushner, hey, go and find out what's happening with Drudge. Because uh, he's so anti-Trump, and and that's one of the things that that Jared Kushner has now been has now been tasked with doing is finding out what happened, why Drudge uh, switched sides, and is now just publishing a lot of anti-Trump stuff. So anyway, these other websites are popping up, and one of them is called Rantingly. And I, you know, when when I was complaining about the Drudge report the other day, one of our listeners went on Facebook, someone who's I, I believe watching us on Facebook, and said, "Hey, try this website in, instead." And I'm gonna, I'll be honest with you, it's great. It's all the real news that I want to read, and it's none of the fake news headlines um, that I don't. And uh, and I've been enjoying I've been enjoying going there, and I, we've been getting a lot of we've been getting a lot of great stories as well for this show. So uh, I appreciate it. And anytime, listen, anytime you guys have information or suggestions, you can tweet me, you can go on Facebook, you can DM me, you could you know just you know, um, roll up to the studio and just yell through the window. That's it. People have been known to do that too, because uh, we'd love to get we'd love to get that kind of information. Eight five five seven six five. 1045 is the number. This is Doc downtown. Doc, how you doing, man? Hey, Mark, man. Uh, there's breaking news going on right now. The Democrats are holding auditions for the next group of Trump accusers. And the top two accusers, they're looking pretty strong against Trump. The first one said he's an eyewitness that Trump was the second shooter on the grassy knoll. But that's not the big one. 
The big one is he placed that iceberg in front of the Titanic. Trump is going down. Oh, I, <laughs> hey, thank, thanks so much. Thanks so much, Doc. We really, we really appreciate it. Uh, this is this is Richard from Arlington. Hey, Richard, how are you? Hey, I'm good, Mark. How you doing? Oh, doing great, Richard. Um, what did you want to say? All right. I got, have you seen this story? Um, I actually watched it on Tucker last night. Um, uh, Schiff was on CNN over the weekend on State of the Union, and when he was asked if he still supports impeachment, his exact quote was, I have to uh, talk with my constituents and yeah. my colleagues before I make a determination. Yeah. So is he really thinking that he screwed up by pushing impeachment, or is he just trying to show people, hey, um, you know, I really do have an open mind on this? Uh, I think, you know, we know he doesn't. Sure. And that is that is another big question. You know, he number one has always said he number one has always said, hey, this is the what has to do. Donald Trump broke this law and that law. And he's he's acted in a way that's unbecoming. But you're right. He now says I wanted to say it for three years. He said, I want to discuss this with my constituents and colleagues before I make a final judgment on this. And this all ties back to the diminishing the support, not just with the electorate, but now with some of the elected uh, Democrats in the House of Representatives. I mean, it's 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 from the top down. People are starting to second guess this whole this whole impeachment hoax. And again, if they don't impeach him at this point, that is huge. That's a huge boost. The other 12 Democrats, they might as well just call it quits. They might as well just go back to being mayors and Congress people and senators because they will have no shot at winning the presidency. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got more of your phone calls coming up here in just a minute. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. When I'm listening, I'm laughing the whole time. Informative. You can trust them to be very precise. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number. And you're listening to 104.5 WOKV Jacksonville's News and talk very exciting uh by, by the way we have we do have some ho ho hold'em uh, celebrity poker tournament tickets left but as i said at the uh, beginning of the show if you're planning to join us do not wait do not wait them oh, i'll get my tickets after thanksgiving we're already more than halfway there and only a, a handful of tables are left um so that's definitely a that's definitely a big red flag uh this time last year i think we were at four thousand we're now over eight thousand um, we were at like three tables. We're now almost full. So, uh, again, if you want to come join us, it's a great time. It's a great cause. Dinner, drinks, poker, $1,000 cash. I'm talking cash. Like, you know, if you've ever, if you've never watched a poker tournament, poker tournaments are great because at the very last, when it comes down to like the final two people, they just lay out the cash right there on the table with the trophy and you can see what you're playing for. And as soon as you win, they're like 10 $100 bills right there and a big trophy and boom, uh, you're in, you're out. Uh, you do, you do what you want. We take some photos. And you enjoy the rest of your um, enjoy the rest of your vacation. But it all goes to Kay's kids. It's a fantastic cause. And you get a hand is going to be there. The other Josh is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Our friends from ESPN, some of our friends from Action News, Jacks, bunch of other great local celebs, uh, sports stars. You know, Austin Lane, former Jaguar and now MMA fighter. All of us going to be on site for uh, Ali McDeal from Best Bet. So you're going to want to make sure that you join us. Go to Kayskids.com. All right, Daryl's on the line in St. Augustine. Hi, Daryl. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Oh, doing great, man. What do you want to say today, Daryl? I wanted to say that both of those turkeys need to live. 
because they like bluegrass music, and anybody that likes bluegrass music has a right to live a long, healthy life. Well, it was only one of them that, like, Butter likes bluegrass. I'm sorry, Bread liked bluegrass. Butter was more into bagpipes, uh, which is, yeah. it, that's basically, well, that's basically yeah, Scottish I bluegrass. I, I thought I heard you say uh, bluegrass was the second one there, but if it's Scottish bluegrass, that, that counts, man. That counts right in there. All right, well, listen, you're in luck because both turkeys were pardoned. And both turkeys, oh, yeah. And you know, and here's the thing: it would it would not make sense for Donald Trump to murder a turkey today because yesterday he signed a bill that makes animal cruelty a federal felony. So you can't really you can't really sign a bill saying animal cruelty is a federal offense and then kill a turkey. That's just I mean that's just bad press. There's no that's very very few ways you can talk your way out of that. But the PACT Act, which stands for Preventing Animal Cruelty and Torture, was signed by the president at the White House. Um, he, it was a bipartisan act that passed the Senate, again, proving that Donald Trump can act in a bipartisan way. And, you know, it was it was something he was proud to do. It was something that he thought was important. And it was, you know, we, we need to protect the rights of animals. Now, I actually had a conversation and I want to I want to bring this up because with Thanksgiving upon us just two days away. You are no doubt going to find yourself in a situation where you are surrounded by friends, relatives, former friends, neighbors, coworkers, strangers, whatever, who disagree with you politically. And I and one of them is going to bring up something negative. I guarantee I'm not sure who it is yet. You probably know, you know your family and friends better. But one of them is going to bring up something negative about Donald Trump and the presidency. And one of the things that you can use to counteract a liberal argument or any kind of liberal debate is this pact act. That the president just signed. In fact, I already had an not an argument today, but a girl that I work with here in this morning, we were talking earlier and she said, she said, oh, my God, my my mother forwarded me this this thing about Donald Trump and the federal offense for animal cruelty because she's a huge animal lover, loves dogs, loves loves bunnies, loves any kind of animal. She says she loves animals more than people. And I think animals love her more than people do, too. But anyway, her mother sends her this report that says Donald Trump signed the PACT Act, making it a federal offense uh, to, you know, to be cruel to animals. And and her mother left. Her mother jotted down a little note, something like the Democrats would never do this, which let's be honest, they never did. Uh, but anyway, she's like, I just you know, that's just Donald Trump pandering because Donald Trump, he's a, he kills elephants. He's a hunter. There's photos of him standing next to dead elephants, which I don't think there are. I think maybe Don Jr. is more into hunting. But again, hunting is not what we're talking about. We're talking about cruelty to animals. Hunting is a different story. Hunting is regulated. It's licensed. You're not supposed to be cruel to the animals. You know, you're supposed to put the bullet in a place where I, mean, I don't know. I'm not a big hunter, but I know a lot of people who are. And this is people that neglect dogs and puppies and throw them out of cars and have 82 cats in one trailer in Palatka. These are the kinds of people that we're talking about. And this one thing that Donald Trump did is is this is the kind of thing that is so divisive because the liberals and 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 leftists and animal lovers and PETA, they're all going to love what this act does, but they're going to hate the fact that Donald Trump's the one that did it. They're going to love that cruelty to animal uh, and these heinous and sadistic acts of cruelty, as Donald Trump said, are now being combated at a national level, a federal level. They're going to enjoy that part of it. But what what's really going to kill them? And what's really going to be so crushing to them is the fact that Donald Trump is the one that made it a reality. 
and and they're not going to understand it. And already I've run into people that are like, I just he's clearly just he's pandering or he's a hypocrite or he's you know, he's a bad guy because he's all for hunting and guns. But he's against cruelty to animal people not realizing you're talking about two totally separate issues, two totally different things. And these are the kinds of things that you are going to be in store for when you go to your Thanksgiving dinner, when you go to your your holiday celebration, whenever you are surrounded by family and there's alcohol involved, eventually the the political conversations are going to pop up. It's just inevitable, no matter how many decrees there are. And I know that there are moms out there right now who are going to walk in. You're going to walk in the house and they're going to say, "Okay, one rule today. No political talk. Take that red hat off. No political talk. Please take off the I'm with her button or the Bernie's, you know, forever, whatever it is. Uh, you not me, us or whatever his, his weird slogan is. And and, and that's going to be that's going to be the norm in households all over. There is something, though, that I noticed that um, this was something that popped up online. And this was something that someone came up with as a cure to kind of thwart this family bickering over the holiday weekend this is uh this is a way that you can you can um, basically keep your family calm and keep the uh, keep the holiday political uh, bickering to a minimum if you don't want you and your aunt to fight or your brothers and your sisters who are on different sides of the aisle to go at it there is now a cannabis laced turkey gravy recipe it's cannabis-infused turkey gravy. And the idea is that by putting weed in your gravy and allowing your guests to pour it on their turkey, they're all going to mellow out, man. They're all going to just calm down. We can call it groovy. <laughs> yeah. Call it, a little, call it groovy. That's what you do. A little, would you like some groovy on your mashed potatoes? How about a little more groovy for that turkey? And everybody's going to be eating this cannabis-laced Thanksgiving gravy, and there'll be no arguments. There'll be nobody getting upset. There'll be none of that. There'll just be, there'll just be a lot of, of family bonding. There will, however, be no leftovers because everyone's going to have the munchies like an hour later. 855-765-1045. It's groovy. I'm going to need this recipe. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More things to be thankful for uh, this holiday season. Coming up here in just a minute. It's the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Morning, Mark. You know what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving? I'm thankful that WSB streamed you yesterday on their radio station. I've already downloaded the app, and I'm listening to you from now on. Oh, look at that. Look at that. That's great. Stealing, uh, stealing listeners from our own sister state, from our own company. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much for listening. And, yeah, that's the great thing about our app. If you go to the App Store, the uh, Google Play Store, or the uh, the uh, the other one, iTunes, you can download the 104.5 WOKV Jacksonville's News and Talk mobile app. You can listen to us anywhere in the entire country, and you can send us delightful open mics like that guy did. Listen, before we get out of here for the Thanksgiving holiday, I, you know, I just want to let everybody know that there is a lot to be thankful for. And a lot of times it seems like there's not, especially if you're conservative or if you're a Republican or a Trump supporter. It may seem at times like you're always under siege by somebody or that people are looking down at you or you're just, you know, you're under attack for what you believe or what you say or what you wear or who you are. And and when you when you stop and think about it, when you look at what's going on in this country today, there is still a lot to be thankful for, especially 
especially if you're a conservative. In fact, I would say that conservatives and Republicans and people that understand what Donald Trump is doing as president and support him in his actions and his agenda, I would say that those people have way more to be thankful for than anyone else. And in fact, to prove that point, I made a list of 45 things that Republicans can be thankful for this Thanksgiving. 45 things Republicans should be thankful for this Thanksgiving. And in the short time we have left, I'll try to squeeze them all out. Here we go. Number one, the military, the Electoral College, Shepard Smith quitting Fox News, that Hillary Clinton is not the president, that Hillary Clinton is not the secretary of state, that Hillary Clinton is not a senator, that Hillary Clinton is not the first lady, Red States, Project Veritas, Amy Robach not knowing when her microphone is on, Colin Kaepernick still not playing football. Melania, Devin Nunez calling out Adam Schiff, Jim Jordan calling out Adam Schiff, Elise Stefanik calling out Adam Schiff, Tucker Carlson, Tommy Lahren, Candace Owens, Diamond and Silk, which they may actually be two separate ones now that I think about it. Uh, we'll group them together. Uh, Trump chopper talks, Trump rallies, Trump tweets, William Barr, OAN, Conan, the canine warrior. Clint Eastwood, James Woods, Chuck Woolery, and other Hollywood Republicans who refuse to sacrifice their morals to appease their industry. The Democrats being more worried about impeaching Donald Trump than electing Joe Biden. The fake news ratings decline. That Beto O'Rourke attacked the Second Amendment and was forced out of the race two weeks later. Be thankful that our president is a self-made billionaire who cannot be, not be bought. Be thankful that the swamp is getting drained. Be thankful for the wall, the economy, lower taxes, that so many people volunteer to put their lives on the line to protect our freedoms. Be thankful that we have a president who appreciates the sacrifice that those people make and doesn't put their lives in harm's way unnecessarily. Be thankful that we have a president who thinks that if our fellow Americans are putting their lives on the line to protect our freedoms and secure our liberty, that they should be the biggest, strongest, best trained and most heavily armed fighting force in the history of the world. Be thankful that we can disagree with others pol politically and not feel the need to punch them, kick them, smash their windows, or spray them in the face with pepper spray. Be thankful that the United States will never be a socialist country. Be thankful that the men who wrote the Constitution had the intelligence and wherewithal to create fail-safe measures that would keep future generations from using the document to destroy the very freedoms it granted in the first place. Be thankful that vocal conservatives will always speak up when they or their ideals come under attack. Be thankful for the silent majority who may not say who may not always speak their conscience, but will always vote their conscience. Be thankful that Donald Trump has been working to make America great for the last four years. Be thankful that Donald Trump will be reelected to keep America great for the next four years. And finally, this Thanksgiving, be thankful that pretty much everyone in the entire country can agree on one thing, that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Happy Thanksgiving. We will be back. We will be back on Monday morning with an all-new episode of The Mark K Show. Uh, also, we've still got tickets for that Ho Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament. You can win $1,000. You can win a trophy. You can win a ton of other prizes. And you can come and hang out with a bunch of Jacksonville's biggest celebrities and me. <laughs> that is December 5th, Best Bet Monument Road. To get your tickets, it's really easy. Just go to K's kids.com happy turkey day everybody uh stay tuned traffic weather the news and rush limbaugh is coming up next on 104.5 wokv jacksonville's news and talk